1: everyone, welcome to the RotoGrinders News Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Friday, it's November 19th. It's 2021, nine basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06, Mr. Chop Shop himself. What's happening, my friend?
2: Good, man. Just chopping it up with you tonight. Uh, talking some sports, talking some NBA today. So I'm excited, having fun. Yeah. Uh, you guys, I think everybody should know about the Chop Shop by now. But if you don't, just hop in Roto Grinders Discord. Uh, we're all sharing picks, trying to you know get the joint sweat going, and let's compete against the house and not each other. That's what we do in that in that in that uh, in that particular Discord channel. So tons of fun. Stevie's in there dropping dropping hot sauce every day, and uh, we're, we're making a few dollars along the way. So pretty exciting times.
1: And all joking aside, it is cheap's prop shop. Um, I just think it was funny. I was trying to make a funny joke, and it, it didn't work <laughs> out. Um, but yes, I, outside of Thursday, <laughs> I dropped <laughs> hot garbage in there on Thursday, and um, my prop, my props, sports betting wise, uh, it's not going well either. So, and and DFS wise, it's not going well. Um, I mean, if you're watching the football game. You understand my, my point, but like Dylan Brooks, half a point off from hitting this prop is just one of those types of nights. So move on. And, you know, we look at this slate and, Oh man, Will Barton too. Like, I don't want to like complain, but I made a lot of my like prop bets in the morning on Thursday morning, because like with Will Barton being doubtful, there were some really good like prop lines for, Uh, morris and Jokic and stuff so i mean it happens i feel like just just like dfs you know you're gonna win some you're gonna lose some of those and i feel like you're gonna win more than you're gonna lose taking those chances so yeah let's jump in here we got uh nine games we got a few teams on a back-to-back but you know not too bad only four we get started With the Pacers and the Hornets, 218 total here. Charlotte, two and a half point favorite. Duarte is questionable. Warren is out on the Pacers side. And on the Charlotte side of things, Washington remains out. But outside of that, they're good to go. Um, Let's start here with the Pacers side of things. You know, we talk about it all the time. Charlotte, bottom five defensive team. They have been getting a little bit better. And, I mean, they play at a top five pace. So, a huge pace upgrade here for the Pacers and a good defensive matchup. Anything standing out to you here for Indiana?
2: Yeah, it, it might – we might be getting close to uh, taking a shot on Karis Lavert here um, in this spot, especially – I mean, he took 10 three-pointers three the other day, but he does have eight, five, two, three – uh, Charlotte is, you know, one of the, the, the teams that's given up the most three-pointers in the league. I think they're 27th, if I'm not mistaken, giving up somewhere around 14 a game. Um, if he's going to take that many, he's going to start – he's going to have a chance to to dial up some upside here. So I think this is a spot for us to take a shot on him. Uh, Demonis Sabonis, man, he feels too cheap. But, you know, this season the upside hasn't been there consistently, and I think, you know – with, with LeVert being back and Duarte and Brogdon. They just got bodies, and T.J. Warren hasn't even come back yet. And, you know, Jeremy Lamb, he's there playing a few minutes. They just they just have so many bodies. Uh, you know, and Miles Turner, he's there. He's playing 30 minutes a game this season. So uh, perhaps he's capped at upside. But still in this spot against Charlotte, I'd, I'd like to take a chance on him at 8,900. He's still a guy that can put up 50. Uh, but those are kind of some of my main plays from uh, from Indiana.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, we'll wait and see. Um, if Duarte returns here, he's been out the last couple of games dealing with a shoulder, and I feel like he's such a young player, they're going to be very careful with him. And, I mean, I, I kind of expected Justin Holliday to kind of bloom in those matchups, and he really hasn't. And, uh, I mean, I think you're looking at Levert, and, I mean, I don't even hate maybe like a TJ McConnell here if Duarte doesn't play. But I think Brogdon and Levert are the two main pieces. Sabonis is always someone you can take shots on. But this is a fantastic matchup for guards like Brogdon and Levert. Not only does Charlotte play bad defense, they allow a ton of threes. So I'll be looking at Karis Levert's three prop um, on today's slate as well. As um, Brogdon, if it's at like one and a half or something for both those guys, I'll probably take the over on both of them. Uh, Charlotte here, what are we looking at here for the Hornets?
2: When it comes to Charlotte, man, they've got a lot of bodies rolling now, too. LaMelo Ball is 10-4. Definitely not paying that. I'm just trying to go over the main guys. Uh, You've got Kelly Oubre. He's at 4,500. I think that's a great price for him. The problem is, you know, his minutes are – I still feel like they're stable around 20 to 25, but, you know, he's not going to get 30 minutes a game anymore because Rozier is pretty much back to, you know, full strength. He's 6,100. Do think he's a a viable tournament play, um, but you're going to need him to be hot, uh, you know, for him to get you into that 40 range. We've got Miles Bridges. He's down to 7,900, but that's right where he should be now with this team, and then Gordon Hayward at 71. He's probably still got a little bit of meat left on the bone, has been shooting uh, fairly inefficiently the past two games, but you know how I feel about that. If a guy's going to take, you know, 12 to 15 shots at some point, you know, if he has any fish at night, he's going to get there. So I do think Hayward is an okay play. Uh, not at the top of my list, but not at the bottom either.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't love Charlotte here. I like LaMelo Ball. I don't like the price tag. Um, I said at the beginning of the season, I didn't think it would take long for him to get over 9K. He's at over 10K now, um, respectably, because he de- definitely has that upside. Miles Bridges yeah. has been super consistent, but at 7,900, I don't think with everyone healthy for Charlotte, he has the ceiling, and Gordon Hayward is okay, but I don't even think that like he's necessarily someone that has a ton of ceiling. In this matchup, going up against the Pacers, so I mean, I'm kind of, kind of out when it comes to Charlotte, and this is just one of those spots where I think it's a rare spot that you can play some Pacers because of the matchup and the pace, and you just kind of hope Lamelo and Bridges have good games to keep the game close, but they don't have the ceiling to pay off these price tags. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of what I'm looking at. Moving on, here we got Golden State at Detroit, two ten total here. Golden State is a 10.5-point favorite. Uh, they are on a second end of a back-to-back, so we'll have to see if there's any injury news that comes out uh, for them. And then Olenek remains out um, for Detroit. So looking at Golden State, I mean, they have been just an all-around great basketball team this season, offensively, defensively. Detroit's not a great defensive team. They're very young. Second end of a back-to-back worry you at all. Um, I mean, Curry's 11-5. Like, what are your thoughts here on Golden State?
2: Yeah, I'm not really worried about it. Um, you know, this should be a game that, you know, guys are going to still be able to play. Um, you know, Draymond's not playing heavy minutes. He think he's been playing around 30 minutes a game. You know, Curry, you know, if, if, they blow te- if they blow a team out, like I'm looking at his minutes, he's been around 30, but if – if they've uh, if they've kind of you know stuck it to someone, he's been in the upper twenties, low thirties. I, I think these guys are going to be fine. The, the problem is Curry at eleven five today. Is it worth it? Could be, just don't, just doesn't feel like it against Detroit. Um, I think I'm going to be more interested in a Draymond Green and some of these cheaper guys. Uh, Andre Iguodala did. Did uh sit out Thursday, but you know, perhaps he'll be back. They may have just been giving him a break on the front end of a back to back. Um, but mainly just Draymond and some of these cheap guys. Uh, for me,
1: it was a hip injury. Um, for Iguadala, it wasn't they didn't on the injury report because I looked at it uh before we get started. They didn't write like it usually when they're resting people, they have to put rest, so it was a hip injury. Um, so it's definitely something to just kind of note. I don't think, like, anyone's going to see, like, a huge uptick with Andre Iguodala in or out. Um, so, I mean, they handled the Cavs with no issues yesterday. Um, yeah. You know, I guess the thing to kind of note is Bielitza had a really good game. He didn't play a ton of minutes, but would he have played more if the game was close? Um, it's just something to kind of note here because if he were – If Iguodala was out again and they were going to give, like, Bielitsa, you know, 25 minutes, he's still really cheap. So, yeah, um, just something to note. And then on the Detroit side of things, Kate Cunningham is, you know, he has shown up. And he is showing why he was one of the top picks in the NBA draft. He's had two really good games in a row. This is a tough matchup. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm kind of on the fence because Golden State plays fast. And like I talked about with Sacramento, like his high-usage, fast-paced games have been very good for Cade Cunningham. I think I might roll out some Cade Cunningham here and just kind of continue this. I think this game script type works for him.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, we talked about it uh, extensively on the, the morning grind last time. And Cade came in, I think it what 14 and a half, just like we predicted. Uh, I, I gotta think they're going to push it one more time. He doesn't come in past 15 and a half. I think, I think he comes in at 14 and a half again. Let's, let's see if we're right. Um, at any rate, Cade at 6,400 on DK who now that makes me think a little bit. I mean, he's been at 50 and 40 the past two games. And uh it's amazing what, bet, what a little bit of efficiency will do, Stevie. And, you know, things are coming together. He's doing it all, hitting, hitting the box score at every, every spot. I like it. Um, you know, you talked about it being a, a fairly high-paced game. I think we could take a shot on him one more time at this price. And then if he, uh, if he hits 40, then we know he's coming in 7K plus the next time. I definitely think you know we take a shot with a guy kind of like we did with Lamelo last year, where it's like, okay, he's coming around and he's a rookie, right? He might come out and have a twenty-five to twenty-six fantasy point performance, and uh, we'll just have to go right back to the well because he'll come back in in that six K range again. But yeah, I do like K. Jeez, what's the guy's name? Jeremy Grant. This could be a good spot for him as well. And at, uh, at 6,900, he's playing big minutes. And I think, you know, they're definitely he's definitely going to be in the game uh, with Draymond roaming the streets. So I like that as well. And then Isaiah Stewart, another guy where his minutes have come up now because of the Olympic injury at 5K. I definitely don't hate it.
1: Yeah, I mean, Isaiah Stewart is one of those guys you're just kind of looking to see if any of the sites have been slow to price him up because at 5k he's kind of priced right on DraftKings. um i don't have yahoo and Fanduel pulled up in front of me moving on we got the lakers at the celtics i was shocked we have a line for this game for what it's worth 214 and a half total boston a one-point favorite um i think there was two books that had it out Ariza and none are out lebron is questionable boston side Williams and Brown are both questionable so coming into this game I mean you're, you really got to pay attention to the news in this game because if LeBron ends up playing and you know he, he's someone that makes a huge difference if Williams and Brown end up playing they make huge differences uh, so this is just one of those games where you really got to be paying attention to this news um, talk to me about the Lakers here I mean, you have to unmute. I know you're new to podcasting, and you know you're so worried about. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, my bad. I I, don't, I do that maybe once a month or once every month. And, and, I, and I make
1: the same joke every time. It's still funny. I know every
2: time. I know. So look, <laughs> <laughs> if LeBron play if LeBron plays, then I can't play any Lakers. I, I won't be playing any Lakers because now. All the Lakers are priced up like they're the team's superstar. AD's 10 7. LeBron's 10 8. Westbrook's 10 5. THT is 5,800. He's been playing out of his mind past couple games. But Steve, I, I won't be able to play not a single Lakers. So maybe Carmelo Anthony. But even then, like with this team fully healthy, I can't do it. Can't do it. Um, Sorry, super distracted
1: by the 76ers blowing out the Nuggets. If LeBron plays, I don't have any interest whatsoever in the Lakers. If LeBron sits, I have a ton of interest in Davis and Westbrook.
2: Yeah, I get it.
1: Um, On the Boston side of things, I like Tatum if Brown's out. I like Schroeder Mm -hmm. if Brown is out. If Robert Williams sits... I think you could take some shots on Grant Williams. He played 30 minutes the other night. So this is just really going to depend on news uh, more than anything else.
2: For sure. For sure.
1: That's what you got. That's what you got from the Boston side.
2: I mean, he's like, you nailed it so well. I got nothing. Seriously. I mean, like Boston isn't a team that like Tatum's 10, one Horford, seven, six, Schroeder, 66, like, man, maybe. Smart's 55. He's probably, like, the guy. But now they've got Grant Williams in the mix. It's like, what what are we doing? Like, they just – they're not all over the place, but guys are kind of eating into each other. Now, if Rob Williams is out, then, of course, that, that probably means Grant Williams will step in. But all in all, I think you got it. It's a news play. And if everybody's back, I really probably only want to play Marcus Smart, maybe. Maybe Schroeder, but definitely not playing Horvath. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. You caught me in the middle of a sneeze. Definitely not playing anybody else at these prices.
1: Yeah, I mean, if everybody's back for Boston, it's just it's not one of those spots that I love. Um, I mean, if Brown doesn't play, I have a ton of Richards in Jason Tatum. I think he'd be low on here, and I think he's going to show up for this game in a big way. Uh, we got Orlando going up against Brooklyn, 209 total. Brooklyn's a 13-point favorite. It's Michael Carter-Williams, Fultz, Isaac, and Moore still out. Suggs is questionable. And then Claxton's out. Harris is out. Kyrie is out. and Millsap is out on the Brooklyn side of things. Um, we'll start here with the Orlando Magic side of things. Uh, anything standing out to you for the Magic?
2: Yeah, I, I'm still in on Wendell Carter Jr., um, like, he was in foul trouble the other night in that Knicks game. Like, he had two in, like, the first quarter or something. And it just really, like, threw him off. He had nine points in the first quarter. Like, he was on his way to a monster he game. skittish, got- man.
1: I don't know what it was. So, I watch a lot of Magic basketball. Yeah, I'm a Magic yeah. Fan. And he – they run a lot of pick and roll with him and Anthony. A lot of pick and roll. And, and especially the other night against the Knicks he got a lot of very favorable matchups, um, in that game. And I mean, he just wasn't pulling the trigger. He had like three or four wide open looks and just didn't shoot. And I was like, why? Like, this isn't a guy that's afraid to shoot the ball. So I think last game, and I I know this is kind of what you were talking about with foul trouble. I think last game was just a complete outlier for window. Carter junior.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, he's been fantastic, and Stevie. You know, with even with you mentioning that, he still put up eleven and eight. Like he still put up, like you know, he he's been great. So um, I I don't mind the price tag there. Mo Bamba had a good game the the other night as well, twelve and twelve. You know, got the double double. So we'll see, um, you know, kind of what happens here. But uh, I like him. I cannot play Cole Anthony at eight K. And he's been good, Stevie. Like, man, the minutes are there. Shot attempts are there. Like, this is – he's the guy. But, man, 8K feels a little too expensive against Brooklyn. If he was 7,200, Stevie, I think I'd be in on this play. I really would. Um, so, yeah, that's where I am with that. Um, Franz Wagner, like, he, he's kind of one of those fringe value plays where he's playing 30 minutes. I like it. Like, this is a a game where they should need him. You know, KD's going to be playing. Like, I I like Franz Wagner, especially with the minutes he has.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I don't mind Wagner. Uh, Carter is probably my favorite. I, I mean, Cole Anthony is having a fantastic season. Like, if this game stays close, Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter Jr. are probably the reasons why. Um, If, I mean, if Sug sits, I think you could take shots on Terrence Ross at 3,400. He's starting to get into that confidence shooting type of role again. And this these are the spots I think you, he's a streaky shooter. So, I mean, these are the spots I think you want to take shots on a a guy like Terrence Ross. Brooklyn side, I mean, I don't really want to play Harden or Durant at these prices against Orlando, but I mean, Bruce Brown, I think it's super interesting here. He should play plenty of minutes with Harris already rolled out. Patty Mills at 3,800. I'm looking at Brooklyn value in this game over the
2: studs. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you talk about Patty Mills, and, you know, he's a guy that at 3,800, Stevie played 35 minutes, 32 minutes, went over value in bowl played uh, 31 minutes against OKC 38, 19 to 29. I'm in on Patty Mills and I don't know why he's still 3,800. I mean, he should have been at least, uh, I would say 4,500 at this rate. Stevie, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. 45 and he's 38, way too cheap. Love this price for him. Uh, Bruce Brown, like you talked about playing those minutes. I like the price on him uh, in this spot. Um, you know, th- those are some of the main guys. Not really going to play uh, Blake. Just, just he, he just doesn't have it. And, Lamarcus Aldrich, he's been playing great too. Uh, but, you know, we don't know when the game is, when he's going to have that upside game. But at 4,900, he is taking shots when he gets in the game. And I think that's that's something we can look at as well. Like if I had 4,900 left, I wouldn't feel too bad about playing Lamarcus. Understanding, though, that uh, at some point, uh, you know, he might only play 19 minutes.
1: Okay. See, at. Milwaukee, 216 and a half total. Uh, the Bucks 12 and a half point favorite. Thunder, good to go as far as injury news. And then on the Milwaukee side, Di- DiVincenzo and Lopez are still out. Let's start here with the Thunder. I mean, I worry about a blowout in this game, and I hate projecting blowouts, but this seems like a spot. Josh Giddey's price is ca- caught up to the production. Dort is coming off of a really strong game. And he's been playing really well. Uh, I think he's really the only guy that I think I'll take shots on in this spot.
2: Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. Listen, you know, they they don't pay you the big bucks for anything. And I definitely think that uh, this has blowout written all over it. Stevie, something that I caught that was uh, very interesting today uh, as I was looking over some things early in the season, clearly I know this isn't where things are going to end up. So I'm not worried about it at all. The Bucs are seven and eight. Chris Middleton's been out. Brooke Lopez has been out. Like, we understand that. But the Bucs on the outside looking in didn't expect that at all. The Wizards leading the East at 10 and four. Nets 11 and five. Bulls 10 and five. Heat 10 and five. Hornets nine and seven. What am I saying? Uh, The Bucs are, you know, Middleton's back. The wins are going to start to pick up, I think. I think they steamroll OKC. I don't want to play anyone.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really – this is one of those games that I could cross this game off. Giannis is so expensive in a game that might not stay close. Middleton's back. Uh, Drew's healthy. I just – this game for me, I I mean, I have nothing that I like on the Milwaukee side of this game. Yeah, I'm with you. The Clippers and the Pelicans. In this one, we got a – 216 and a half total clippers a five and a half point favorite uh the clippers are on the second end of a back-to-back so we'll see on the injury reports there um i mean nicholas batum was an achilles injury i would be shocked if he ends up playing in this game um morris is still dealing with like a knee injury he's day-to-day so we'll see but i think the the one that we're going to kind of be paying attention to is terrence Mann. he came back from the ankle injury on thursday And the Clippers just didn't look good on Thursday. Um, It was, I mean, if you watch the game, it was just an ugly game. Um, What are your thoughts here on the Clippers?
2: Yeah, I think, you know, this is another one of those new spots. But what I will say is, if Ivaka Zubak is going to keep playing big minutes at 5,100, I think we have to consider it if he's going to play. All these guys are still out. Uh, Is Serge Ibaka coming back for this game? He's getting close.
1: He is uh, with the G League right now. I don't know. No, I um, know,
2: but I think – and I, and you'll just have to correct me if I'm wrong. And maybe we just have to find out. But I think uh, today may have been his last G League game. Okay. Um, so he, he might be back tomorrow, but we'll just have to keep a lookout because if so, I, that might affect Zubat some. I think he's coming back tomorrow, but um, I, I could I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I mean Paul George is at 10-3. I mean, you could absolutely play him. Uh, he's he's gonna be fine. Um, and like you talked about with man, you know, if he if he's gonna get 30 minutes again, you'll like that. Luke Kennard, same type deal. Like if these cheap guys are gonna get minutes, I'm interested in this spot against New Orleans. And I'm also interested in Reggie Jackson, talked about him as well the other day, but I mean he's just taking too many shots right now. For us to not get involved with investing in him at this price at 6400 You know, one of these games he's going to score 30. I mean, he's been kind of floating in that 18 to 22 range. Or one of these games he's going to score 25 and have, you know, four or five assists, four or five rebounds and, and um, you know, and a, 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 a couple steals on a block or something like that. But I do like him in this spot at
1: $6,400. i will say this. I, I, I said this yesterday as well. I really think Reggie Jackson and Bledsoe negative correlate with each other. Um, They don't seem to have good games on the same night. So just something to kind of make a mental note of Uh, the Pelican side of things here. I mean, Valanciunas has just been absolutely crushing. His price has just caught up so much. And with Ingram back, I mean, I don't think I could play Valanciunas at 9,300. I think Ingram is okay. But I think the guy that I'm kind of looking at here is Devontae Graham. The price is just kind of right on him. But overall, I mean, the Pelicans, not a team that I love here. I mean, twice in one podcast, Will has forgot to unmute himself. (laughs) Like, Listen, if if we get a third, there's got to be some type of punishment or something.
2: Yeah, Uh, I'll have to (laughs) send you some jelly beans. I have to see some jelly beans. Skittles. Uh, anybody Skittles. That ever wants to send me Skittles? I eat like a pack of Skittles a week.
1: So anybody that wants to send
2: me Skittles? Let's go. Skittles. Skittles on deck. Uh, but, yeah, JV, the price is going to have to come back down now. Um, and not because the performances have been bad. It's just guess what? Brandon Ingram is back. And, you know, he's going to command offense here. So, uh you know, a lot of these plays that we had, like Devontae Graham has come down to six K. He's still playing 30 minutes. Don't hate it. Right. the like key Alexander Walker, he's still around 30 minutes. I don't hate that either. But these aren't must plays. And so I don't think anyone from, from the Pelicans is a must play in my book. Um moving on. Sorry, I'm still I'm
1: I'm tilting Jokic. We get to this Denver game and it's just like I'm I'm so tilted. What do you we he had like 38 points, rebounds and assists at half and he's not going to get there because the game got ugly um anyway we got chicago at denver it's a 208 total denver is on the second end of a back-to-back but they are a four-point favorite vooch and williams are out, and then on the denver side i mean i would assume porter jr and murray don't play we'll have to kind of see if will barton <laughs> plays or not um he looked fine He he really did I don't know how you go from being doubtful to, you know, looking as good as he did. So uh, talk to me here about Chicago.
2: I mean, the first thing I want to say is DeRozan and Levine, man, they're just – they're playing really well in terms of real basketball. In terms of fantasy, I can't pay these prices. Levine is 86. I'm not playing that, paying that. DeRozan's 9K. I'm not paying that. I know they've got some 50 sprinkled in there. And the roster has been great. Don't get me wrong. 43, 52, 53, four, like the price is warranted, but I, I I'm, I'm not paying these prices against Denver. So all in all, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be playing anyone uh, from the bulls. You know, uh, I just, I, I don't think I can do it.
1: Yeah. I mean, the prices on these guys, I think is the biggest issue. Um, Prop wise, like I'll definitely be looking at like the Rosen's prop and Levine's prop um, here because Denver is not as good defensively with some of these injuries that they have going on right now. Um, and they've been playing a little bit faster. So I, I definitely want to check some props on these guys. But I mean, with Colby White coming back and playing, you know, 10 to 15 minutes, it's just, there's so many mouths to feed right now um, with this team in general that, yeah, I, I mean, Chicago's just not a team. That I, I I love on the DFS side of things. Um, it's all I kind of got like Bradley's still playing minutes. It's just he doesn't do anything with the minutes. Um, Denver side of things. I mean, I'm tilting Jokic right now, but I'll go right right back to the well tomorrow. Right back to the well, and, and like honestly. I won't even I won't even think twice about going back to the well on um playing Jokic here.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, he's earned this twelve K price tag that he has. Um, overall, like I mean. Even if you just look at the game log, 69, 52, 66, 70, 54, 60, 49, 65. And then we've got a 46 and a 41 to uh, begin the season. Bottom line, he's earned it. And he's going to keep churning out monster fantasy performances. So, uh, you know, I, I like what's happening here. And um, I'm with you on the, on the 12K price tag. He, he's in play for sure.
1: I mean, I don't mind Will Barton and I don't mind Monte Morris. Um I think the prices on these guys are just too good to pass up on. Um, I think this is one of those games that could be really high-scoring, too. Yeah. Uh, Toronto at Sacramento, 220 total here. Kings four-point favorite. Um, Toronto will be on the second end of a back-to-back. OG, they said on Thursday that he's going to be off for a while. So I don't expect him to be back um precious dealing with a shoulder injury with siakam back now i don't think it matters too much um assuming that siakam plays right i think that's kind of one of the question marks that we're looking at on today's slate do they play him on the second end of a back-to-back or not um i sure hope they do yeah i I mean so we'll see what are your thoughts here on toronto
2: yeah, that, that's the question, man. Are they going to play him? Because we really can't ask for a, a better spot than, than playing Sacramento. And, uh, you know, Scotty Barnes has been playing well, so I, I'm going to be interested in him. I'm going to be interested in Siakam. Uh, man, I wish they were playing Bobby Boucher a little bit more, but they're not. Well, guess what, folks? It doesn't matter. We get Kim Birch at 3K. Like, it, it's going to be – That coaching it, it, system it, it, likes him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be good for us. We'll have some value and we'll have some upper, you know, upper middle tier plays like Fred Van Vliet. Uh, He's 8,100, you know, and you'll have uh, Gary Trent right at 6K, uh, which is, which is basically right where he should be. But uh, Scotty Barnes and, uh, and Siakam, Scotty Barnes, Siakam and Kim Birch. I mean, those are going to be my main guys from that side.
1: Looking at the King side of things, I mean, Holmes had a really bad game the other night. I was very high on him, and it wasn't even like he had a bad game. It's just, I mean, he had a little bit of foul trouble, didn't get his big minutes, and, I mean, just didn't produce like I thought he would in that great matchup. I think Halliburton's super interesting here at 6,200. The nights that he shoots the ball really well, um, he definitely has the ceiling to pay off this price tag. And I mean, I don't ever hate playing
2: De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, for sure. You know, a guy that that I've been playing this season as well as we all have is Harrison Barnes. He's seven K, and see, and now now we're back to the mid twenties, Harrison Barnes, right? And the minute you hop off, he's probably going to drop a forty spot. Um, but I, I don't really want to play him at seven K. Just kind of want to put that out there. Uh, Fox is starting to turn it on. You know, my favorite play from from this team is always going to be Rashawn Holmes. He's right in that mid-range at 6,500, but he's got the upside for for, uh, for 45 to 50. And the price always just seems to be uh, pretty fair. He's been playing 30 minutes. I like the fact that his minutes have been stable this season. Uh, So, you know, that's something I can get behind. All right, we
1: finish it out with Dallas at Phoenix, 212 total. Phoenix, eight point favorite. Luka, doubtful. Cleaver out. Um, Kaminsky and Sarge out. I, I think that obviously the big news here is Luka being doubtful. Um, this is the same game that we got the other night. And I mean, it was a good basketball game. Let's start here with the Dallas side of things. Porzingis is $1,000, if not $2,000 too cheap if Luka doesn't play. Um I mean he shot the ball terrible the other night. I don't care what the box score says. I watched that entire game. Um and, and he just shot bad. He did not have a good shooting night. Seven for twenty. Um I love Porzingis. Three. I, I mean Porzingis is probably the top play on the slate today. Uh Jalen Brunson, he got a he got a thousand dollar price increase, but I still like him and I like Tim Hardaway Jr. Um Hardaway it's just – he he definitely relies on scoring, but I think all three of these guys, if Lucas sits, are
2: just fantastic plays. Yeah, for sure, for sure. These are guys, I mean, no secret where we're going to go, Stevie. Just find the props in the morning and anticipate whether or not you think Luca's going to be out, especially on a guy like Porzingis because he can actually hit this prop even if Luca plays. So might as well go ahead and get in on the action. Uh, but, yeah, I'm with you. Porzingis at 7800. Fantastic price on him. Uh, you know, I I, I do want to see what they're going to do with Dorian Finney-Smith again. I mean, he played 32 minutes, which I think for 4,200 against Phoenix, I think that's a fair price. I mean, he had put up nine and seven, but, you know, this is a guy that can score in double digits if the opportunity is there. So I like him as well. Um, the Phoenix side of things, I mean,
1: Chris Paul is 8,500. And with Aiton and Booker, I just man, I have a tough time playing Phoenix in this game. I mean, Aiton would probably be my favorite. Oh yeah, the, uh, I love group, Aiton, but I mean, that's that's kind of all I got. I, that's that's really it.
2: Yeah, I love Aiton. He's the only guy I want to play. Another prop to look out for. My assumption is he's going to come out at ten and a half. He was nine and a half the other night, so. I am assuming he's coming out. Cause I mean, he's been rebounding the ball like crazy. Uh, you know, I mean, if you look at these rebounds, Stevie, 13, 12, 11, 12, 21, three, 15, six. And that was back at the beginning of the season. But since he's been back 21, 12, 11, 12, 13, I got to assume he might even come in at 11 and a half, but just be on the lookout. If he comes in at nine and a half, just go ahead and hammer that over.
1: All right, uh, let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here. This might be one of the first times all season that I can remember we recorded a Friday podcast and the football game's almost over. Um, If you're just curious just how bad this football game is. Um, (laughs) Favorite play under 5K to go 7X today. Who do
2: you got? Hmm. I feel like I should know this. Give me, give me, give me Franz Wagner from Orlando.
1: I like that one. Um, uh, He probably doesn't get there on Thursday, but I'll go back to the well here on Monte Morris at 4,300. I said him yesterday, it's like 25 fantasy points. And the, I mean, Denver's making a little bit of a run. So if they can make a little bit more push, I just want Jokic to come back in. I need him to get three more points, rebounds or assists. That'd be fantastic um (laughs) the sweats are so different over 8k to go under 5x uh who's your bus today
2: i got a feeling i know yours but give me sga oh
1: i like that one i I like that one a lot that's a great call i think um i i think i'm gonna surprise you I i think harden and durant are easy choices i think i'm gonna go a little off the board today and go Valanciunas at ninety three hundred. Oh
2: um, yeah, I didn't expect that. That's a yeah, I like that one.
1: Yeah, I mean he's been having some trouble with fouls and stuff. And if he stays out of foul trouble, maybe he crushes. But I, I, I'm just gonna go going yeah. to eat those words. Yeah. Favorite six uh, x play today. Who do you got?
2: Man, I'm not I'm not gonna take your guy. I'm I'm gonna go with somebody that I like. Uh, give me Scotty Barnes. I, I like Scotty Barnes today.
1: I, I'm just
2: I, okay. I, 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 I think I know who your guy is.
1: Who do you think my guy is today? For Zingis.
2: Let it go, Chris Stapps. <laughs>
1: I'm going to have to watch some Frozen tomorrow now. Um, yeah. man, my daughter loved that when she was younger. She loved it. Yeah, I mean, is his price is just too cheap. Um, I mean, realistically, for 6X, you could probably say any of those three guys from Dallas. Yeah, uh, Let's get weird GPP play of the day. My uh, let's get your weird GPP play of the day on wednesday and thursday have stunk so i gotta i gotta i gotta do better will um on my let's get weird gpp play of the day
2: well for me guy i talked about earlier give me karis Lavert at 6700 facing charlotte uh i i, I think they're going to be able to, to get some three pointers here so uh, I'm, I'm taking Lavert. think he can hit three or four in this spot
1: this isn't my Let's Get Weird GPP play of the day, but we totally forgot to mention uh, THT when we were talking Lakers. The dude has been fantastic since coming back, and if LeBron's out, THT would be very interesting. Um, my Let's yeah. Get Weird, my Let's Get Weird GPP play of the day today. I mean, it might be. I think the only way this game stays close is if this guy has a big game. Give me Cole Anthony today. Keeping the game close enough. And I'm going to segue this into my favorite bet. As of right now, I really like Orlando plus 13 and some books has it plus 13 and a half. Uh, I think the magic have the potential to keep this game closer than that. Yeah. You got a bet you like today. Will?
2: yeah, I'm, I'm 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 looking right now. Uh, nope. Here we go. Come on, guy. So I clicked. I clicked on the spot where I where I go to get my lines, and uh, it was all the way to the bottom. You're good. Let's see give me give me the the under in the lakers celtic game whenever it comes out yeah
1: yeah there's a couple books that have it out at 214 and a half right now
2: give me the under
1: all right uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here no sir, I am good. All right, that will wrap it up here. I think I'm going to go watch the the Nuggets game instead of watching um whatever this football game is. Um so, I hope everyone has an awesome weekend and if you haven't already, make sure you head on over to Discord. It's a free channel, Chiefs prop shop, and um I'm already looking forward to going um getting some csgo picks over there so um putting will on on the spot but he's been absolutely crushing those so that'll wrap it up hope everyone has an awesome awesome weekend and uh, we'll see you guys again on monday